Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Helm to Tower podcast. Uh, we made it. We're here in the post-Destiny 2 Lightfall world. And it's been an interesting week, to say the least, uh, in the world of Destiny 2. Um, and we're going we're gonna to talk about it. We're going to talk about uh, all that fun stuff. I'm Mike Burgess, uh, the host here, and I'm also joined by Alex. Hello, Alex. How you doing? Hi. Hello. Excellent. Um, yeah, yeah. Lightfall is out. Uh, we've we're now about a week from it coming out. We're about to start the second week uh, of season of the Defiance. So there'll be some more story stuff. We're recording it literally the day before that all drops, so we won't know that just yet. But I'm sure it'll be some. Well, we're gonna get into the usual uh, cadence of Destiny seasonal drops. I'm sure uh, yeah. starting this week with that stuff. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, Lightfall. Uh, has released um, and we played a bunch of it hopefully fingers crossed I'm still trying to get a nine hour nine plus hour uh, video uploaded here on the Helm to Tower page of us playing through the legendary campaign day one so it's me mm-hmm. Alex and our friend Ren uh, we played through the campaign on legendary together we then uh, did a couple extra things like you know we did some we checked out some of the updated strikes as we talked about a lot, we looked, of course, all the new fancy weapons and exotics and all that fun stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I think there's definitely um, an interesting d- discourse that happened around the launch of Lightfall, um, yeah. and I think I think you know having gone a week now from it, like that has changed very rapidly here and from. It's been yep. very interesting to watch. Um, but before we get all into that, I will let's just I think we should just give both of our feelings um, on the campaign and kind of where we're at with with like Lightfall itself specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll I go. Wanna know, yeah, I want to know how you feel first. So, so yeah, um, I can go first here. Um, I would say um, you could watch you could watch the legendary playthrough of us playing through it, um, and I had a quite a good time as you just you know from the idea of. It is new Destiny stuff. It is Destiny, of course. You know, now we are literally recording a podcast about this said game, so we are very invested and play yeah. a lot of this game week to week. Is this is you know a new? I look at it as a new expansion. It's not just the new content to Destiny to play for a little while and then never touch Destiny. I am. I am. You know, we sh- it, should, it should be pretty clear by now that we are players who like are going to be playing Destiny for the first for like you know the next year plus like you know sometimes week to week or you know maybe there'll be like a week or two off but generally like once a week I'm loading into Destiny and playing Destiny and when whatever's happening in that moment I'm uh, invested in and checking out so first off is you know that should, that should be said um, so I. Coming off of Lightfall and playing it that day one experience, I think I I definitely had um, a very positive experience in terms of just seeing all the new things in the world of Destiny, having a new environment to explore with Neomuna, getting an entirely new subclass with Strand, um, seeing all the new weapons and gear and exotics, and you know playing through like a new story campaign and like a new storyline start and kicking off. I, th- I think like kind of all of that together, I ha- made me have a really good day one experience with Destiny One or Lightfall. Um, so it was definitely interesting to jump around and then quickly see a lot of the backlash that then happened. 
Um, and, and in fairness, I think, you know, it is always interesting, um, you know, being, being kind of invested in destiny so much that like, you know, I don't necessarily see it as just a campaign. I see all these other facets of like, you know, oh, there's these new things I can make a build with, or no, these these new things I can, you know, oh, we're talking about, you know, oh, this weapon would be really fun to use in a Grandmaster Nightfall, where like most people who probably played through this campaign will probably like drop Destiny in like two weeks after they play through the raid, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, um, I already had that. I already had a positive and exciting uh, vibe for it. Um, but now having now having come a few days away from that, um, and I've now played the legendary campaign through through three t- or the the campaign through three times. So I did our legendary playthrough, which will hopefully you can watch the the vod of that. I did another campaign playthrough on my warlock on legendary uh, with two other friends from our from our uh, from our group chat that we mainly play Destiny with, and then I played solo on just regular with my Titan because I wanted to just get uh, the campaign over with so I could start doing some of the later stuff and start leveling to get um, higher up. So I could kind of be out of the, the leveling grinding woes of destiny sometimes, uh, sometimes can be involved in. So after, after doing that, I I definitely came away um, definitely feeling a little bit more of the sentiments of the, sort of disappointment from the storytelling aspects of the main campaign. Um, I don't necessarily agree with everything that people have been saying, um, but there are definitely some aspects that are just like, it was kind of uh, like, I would say like kind of the big, the big thing that became a meme was talking about the veil. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to get into spoilers for the campaign and stuff here. So I'm assuming now we are a week away. If you haven't seen this stuff already, I don't think it really mattered that much to you in the first place. To be fair, if you're coming to a Destiny podcast at this point, so yeah. I, I feel like spoilers are on the table uh, just fine. Um, I definitely think I'm in the same camp of like I would have liked a couple more things explained or um, put into the test, but I know like obviously with Destiny it is going to be an ongoing thing, so we are going to learn about these things maybe in a few weeks, maybe in a month, maybe who knows? I can understand maybe some frustration with people who are like. One of the things explained in the main campaign, but that just, I think people still don't reconcile with like how different and des- how much destiny has changed as a, as a game and as like a, like an ongoing story, like they've become much more about ongoing story stuff. And I definitely saw people kind of disappointed by like, well, these, all these things were answered and they're going to talk about now and they're not, they're going to talk about it like in a season or something. It's like, well, yeah, of course they are. That's how destiny works now. Like they, yeah. it's an ongoing story that they build over time. Like, you, you would not have like, you know, I would say I, I definitely agree with the kind of the general sentiments and even like I'm um, admittedly like when we finished that night and I kind of slept on it the following morning, I, I still had a similar feeling of like, I think from just a standalone campaign experience, I did enjoy the Witch Queen more um, than Lightfall in terms of just like it, it had a, a, a better full package of like the storytelling was interesting. You had a much more direct villain and in character that to interestingly follow. I think they had like a lot more fun and interesting mechanics in di- each different campaign mission um, that were like fun to engage with in that level as well, where I feel like Lightfall did not have as much as that. Um, and I, th- and I think also it, it, I think the thing that helped, Witch Queen succeed was that it had like a very central focus and like the mystery of Savathun and this main character where like Lightfall 
was trying to juggle so many parts that I think not a lot of those parts had their own time to shine. Um, and like with stuff like getting to, getting to see Neomuna for the first time and introducing the Cloud Striders. Um, and then they quick, I feel like they got pretty quickly shelved away by this whole training sequence and learning strand, the subclass abilities. But then also the whole time there's this looming, like the witness doing funky stuff with the traveler. And like, I think they just kind of were just like juggling so many little plots that I think you get you like a lot of it was just lost and did not get the time it deserved um, throughout the Lightfall campaign. So I think that's kind of where some of the the issues lie there the, in there lied with with the the campaign itself. That being said, though, like again, like the thing I come for Destiny is really still now the the stuff post playing through a campaign. It is um, leveling and getting into that end game content and wanting to run raids and get and make builds and follow an ongoing story that isn't just about a singular campaign storyline. So I think like, you know, all of that stuff is still there and it's like as good as it's been in some ways, even better than it's ever been. Um, so like that, from that perspective, I still really like everything here, here with Lightfall, even though there is some disappointing aspects to that main campaign. Um, I have more thoughts, but I'll let you give, give your thoughts here now as well. Yeah, sure. So I, I've also played it three times. I've played it with you, obviously, on day one, and then with one other friend through on Legendary, um, and then with another individual friend on Regular, uh, which, that was nice. <laughs> I love Legendary, <laughs> but it is so funny when you, like, jump it down. It's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It felt, it felt just- and, like, admittedly, in some ways, to me, like, maybe it's it's different because I think it, 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 like, changed. It's still even on regular changes, like, enemy densities and things with, like, that yeah. where, like, it felt it felt very different doing those two Legendary three-player playthroughs and then and then like loading in regular on normal and just being like well there's like there's like three enemies in this one encounter basically that's <laughs> a good a sometimes. monster to them yeah basically. exactly yeah it's very interesting yeah i think i really liked the campaign after all said and done still sure there are things that i would be nitpicky about you know um but like rohan specifically i think was like a I knew where this was going to go and we mm-hmm. got there pretty quickly. So it was kind of a, just a, it, it's always like a rough thing when like you kind of know a plot point that's coming up and, and it's just so telegraphed and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I feel like there was definitely a, an expectation mismanagement here. Right. Um, maybe not mismanagement is the wrong word, but like I knew that this was going to end on a, like a big cliffhanger, right? Like I came into this knowing that I would have more questions, probably not sure like where we would do on the thing, but they, they made it pretty explicit that like Callus was going to be the villain. And I know Callus, I know he doesn't know anything of what's going on. He's just kind of following orders. Right. And that's Callus's thing. Obviously it's a bummer to have like that card off the table now because he is so beloved. Um, and I don't know if there's like a way to bring Callus back into it, um, but you know he's he's fun, he's r- rambunctious. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I, I liked the thematic storytelling. I, I I know a lot of people don't like how much Strand was involved in everything, but I really was disappointed with how Stasis was introduced. So like this kind of felt like the first time that we got a uh, like a let's learn about the darkness, let's actually talk through it, let's figure out how we're how we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I like that because I think those themes are going to be very present throughout 
the rest of the year of like utilizing power flowing with the river, right? Like kind of all these metaphorical uh, flowery mm. things that they throw out there. I think that is like the key to success in the grand scheme of the war with the witness. So I think that's why they spent so much time on it. Uh, and that's how it read to me. Right. And I, I really like that. I love that mm-hmm. stuff. I love a training montage. I love the eighties vibe. They very much committed to it. They said they were committing mm-hmm. to it. And I think, you know, I think they did a great job with it too. I think that's just like, not what people wanted, you know, death and they wanted the, those four characters we see in the opening cutscene to be a big part of the story. Um, when, when, you know, they're off on, on the seasonal story and, and we're off here doing this other thing. I, yeah, I get that. Like, I, I understand why people were disappointed. I think the reaction as per usual with the destiny community is kind of like extremely disappointing. I think the D2 yeah. community overreacts always. And it is a bummer to like go on community areas and try and have a conversation because like that whole joke of like destiny is my favorite game. I hate destiny. Like that's not how I feel. It's never been how I felt. destiny right. is like one of my favorite games. I love destiny. I like the grinding. I like the things. I like the obtuse narrative. I like reading lore tabs on items. Like I enjoy these things non ironically. So right. yeah. it, I, I think a lot of people in destiny have like made it a joke to like those things, yeah. even though everyone does. And that's like, gross i really thought like the some of the reactions and some of those first day things were like gross genuinely gross yeah um yeah i agree and it's like it's crazy because like you know everyone's exploding with negativity and then like as the week goes on and people actually start consuming the other stuff that's there for them to consume they're like oh this isn't good actually it's like yeah well fucking no <laughs> yeah. shit dude yeah yeah um, it really was like a fun it was like a pretty insane turn to just see people just being like so like so awful <laughs> about this whole thing and then just two days later being like yeah it's pretty good yeah you know what? this is yeah, good this is good it's like and jesus I, christ come on which man. is how you can't exactly. just you can't just like wait five days right yeah, like yeah. To, to form an opinion like sleep on it you know once yeah. uh yeah. the same thing happened to the season of serif right you know like right when that season started it was like uh and then you know everything's great actually people love that season it's probably going to go down it's one of the better destiny seasons right. so like it's tough to filter my feelings through that perspective Damn. but i liked it i i actually think like mechanically i like this campaign way more than witch queen Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like the combat focus and the encounters. I thought they're really well designed. Like I'm a big fan of encounter design. If you go and check out my my thoughts on God of War Ragnarok, one of my favorite improvements in that game over 2018 was like changes in encounter design, multiple layers in encounter design, and being able mm-hmm. to do different things. And Strand lets you do that. A and the way that they lay out encounters and missions and stuff in the Neo Muna campaign lets you do that as well. Um, so like those right. were two huge pluses for me that made playing through it multiple times really, really fun. Uh, on top of the legendary changes that made it a little bit less of a slog to kill like a single red bar enemy, yeah. uh, which I appreciate. And it's still fun, still a challenge. And I will say like Tormentors are maybe one of my favorite design enemies in any video game. They are so exhilarating to fight. They're yeah. super fun. Really They're cool. Terrifying. Uh, they feel like fighting guardians in a way that hive guardians never felt like, right? They will retreat behind a back line. They will 
uh, target down a low health enemy, uh, a low health one of you, you know, stuff yeah. like that that I just think is so cool. Um, so yeah, I, I really liked all that stuff. The post campaign stuff I think has been phenomenal um, and really some of my favorite things that they've done for a while. Um, the veil stuff, you know, I kind of knew, I think I said it in our stream of like, we're not going to find out what this thing is <laughs> during yeah. this campaign. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a diehard kingdom hearts fan. So like, if you got a MacGuffin that you want to keep a secret, you got, you got my number basically. <laughs> so, uh, it didn't bother me and I know we'll figure it out. Right. Like that's yeah. kind of like, I, I see the bigger picture too of like, okay, season of defiance has started and we're already kind of getting into like prisoners and stuff. I know the next season's called season of the deep. There's like little bits of lore throughout the world in the campaign and fucking lost sectors. That's like hinting at things and where we're going. So yeah, I I'm seeing it as like this whole image of a story that's going to be happening for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it doesn't like disappoint me that we don't know what the veil is right now. Uh, especially when it really feels like they're setting up a lot of things to happen in the raid uh, and I, I really, I've said it before, right? I don't think you should judge a whole expansion without the raid because especially right. more recently, they have like incorporated things into the raid in really clever ways that feel like post-campaign, post-story post stuff. Post-story, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll say like the things that have disappointed me the most uh, would be like, and I kind of saw this coming with how they were showing uh, the destination, but Neomuna is not like the super vertical destination that I really wanted it to be. Damn. Um, it is more of just like another destiny destination, which is good. And I think it's a, a very good one. Um, and it mm -hmm. does feel different. And I think it has some really cool locales and, and locations similar to Sabathun's throne world. And there's not like an underground to get lost in, which is really nice. Um, but it is kind of just, Europa or Sabathun's Throne World or whatever, yeah. um, with it's, nothing it's, really on top. Yeah, it's three. It's three locations, each like three kind of major spots, and like one kind of your kind of your vendor spot. There's a lost sector in each one. There's already the thing that rotates to each sector each week. There's actually two things that rotate, yeah. or one rotates daily, one rotates weekly. It is kind of yeah. It is very much in that cadence. Of Destiny stuff, the, yeah, like I kind of, I that was kind of the thing that I personally felt like, you know, that was the thing to me where like people, why, why people were giving so much backlash, backlash to that kind of thing, and that's mm -hmm. like totally 100 percent what I expected was just like, yeah, it was gonna be, it was gonna be a couple <laughs> zones, and you know, there'll be some zones you can kind of go off in that are probably related to stories or some kind of quests. There'll be some cool lost sectors that have their own little vignettes in them, like. If, yeah, yeah. So like that's kind of what I was expecting. Like I did not expect it to be some kind of crazy vertical. Like yeah, I was and hoping, then, like I think, but yeah, I knew. yeah, yeah, right. Like it's definitely hopeful that like oh wow you're you're gonna have much higher elevation in these areas than we've ever had before. But realistically, it's just like now they just kind of put you in sort of normalish looking Destiny areas. But it, but also now you're like you're like in the middle of like a like some skyscrapers and you can kind of go above, but then like the ground level you you can't go back down to the ground level. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then like the other thing, like the other thing with like that people like I saw people thinking that there was just going to be like NPC people walking around. And like, I think you were just completely insane if you. Expected yeah, that. I, like, I that, that was like one of those happen. things. It's like, come on, y'all like that's they're not going to do that. And like, especially when it's like the whole premise is like you're we're fighting a war with yeah. this city. So people just be like, it feels barren. 
there's no people walking around. It's like, yeah, of course they're not going to put people walking around. Like it's still destiny. Like, come on. Like this is, yeah. uh, this is not how it's going to work. Um, the only, the only other thing that I would say has been a disappointment for me so far, and it's not like a huge disappointment. It's just like a, okay, this is underwhelming to what I would have wanted, uh, are the weapons. Um, both the season of defiance weapons, which multiple are, are reskins as well. And, you know, obviously the Neo Muna weapons, which yeah. are, are reskins of the, the moon weapons. I do appreciate that in lore they are reimagined moon weapons. Yeah, like um, one of like there's like a lore tab that strip just says like these are like refurbished from the from this place or something. From yeah. Luna, from like a Luna stronghold. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think I, I like that stuff. I know people think that's a cop out or whatever, but I yeah, actually really it's like fine. that stuff. Um and they're not terrible. It's just nothing has like grabbed me in the way yeah. that like especially like the last couple of seasons have had like some yeah. bangers and risen has like some of my favorite guns in the whole game that I've been using throughout this expansion. Right. Right. So it's a tough, that's a tough thing to hit. We still have a raid. Uh, we still yeah. have still some raid stuff, other things in the season as well. Um, and I do think a lot of the exotics are, are really cool. So yeah, it's a give and take, not the end of the world. Um, at least we have strand guns. I'm, I'm grateful yeah, for that. Yeah, we already got strand stuff. I will say the thing that kind of disappointed me, and that maybe again this comes from like maybe a more a sentiment of like a more like regular playing week week to week player, but I am kind of disappointed that some of those human weapons are not craftable. They like yes, went I back. They like also they, disappointed. Yes. So so basically, for people unaware, like the destination, most most of the Neomuna destina, destination weapons are craftable. So it's like the the stasis waveframe grenade launcher. The hand, there's like a hand cannon and a sniper and a pulse rifle and a pulse rifle. Handful of handful of them are craftable, and you just a lot of them are, and they're relatively easy to come by so far from what I found. Like you, can, especially if you're someone like me, play, plays three characters, you can just replay the campaign, and and those drops where you got them originally are still those same red border drops. So you can come oh, out nice. of the ca- campaign with like three or four of the patterns already if you play on three characters, which is which is pretty nice. Um, but they have a activity on Neomuna called Terminal Overload. It is like the daily rotating thing. Um, it is definitely um, people have, you know, harkened back to previous Destiny style things like Escalation Protocol specifically is a big one that used to be on Mars in year one of Destiny 2, where like it ro- essentially each day it rotates to a different area of Neomuna. And there's this whole kind of, you know, back and forth fighting of like one wave, you're fighting a bunch of cabal and you're stopping them from advancing or you're fighting a big cabal tank. And then there's, then they'll swap to like Vex and you're shooting Vex and you're fighting a big Vex boss. And there's a big crystal that appears and you, you shoot the crystal to like kind of break its barriers each day. There's a different weapon that'll drop specifically from that chest. And at least, you know, the, the guarantee you guaranteed at least one from a completion of that. Sometimes if you're lucky, you can get two, so that's that's nice. You at least have a guaranteed way to get each one, but they made them not craftable, I guess, because there was enough people, people that just pushed back on did, did not yeah. like did not like the wellspring drops or did not like this, even though like that was the problem was not that they were craftable. It was that you made the the drop rates terrible. They yeah. did, so they did not make. There's a strand SMG. Um, a, a void shotgun, which I really actually don't really care about. But then there's a, 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 a strand. Machine Heavy. gun and arguably yeah. those are like the two like two of the best strand related weapons you could probably get in the game right now, and like they're just not craftable. There's no way to they, they didn't make them craftable. They you know now you're just beholden to random drops and like 
it it's weird because like ultimately like there's probably you know there probably is a way to just you know play enough of that and get them or you can do what people are just doing now and just fucking cheesing it and doing the thing where they open the two chests and you can zoom out of that you can zoom out of the, the that area and zoom back on a sparrow and get the chest chests again to try and get an extra drop of it so people are just cheesing in any way to try and get extra drops um and it just it just it just feels like a weird progressive choice Sure. That like almost to the point where like even though I like playing that activity, I have no interest in playing that activity just because I don't want to sit there and in in combat complete randomness in that form again where I have to like try and be like well like oh I got a roll and it has maybe one perk I like but it doesn't have this perk or it doesn't have this masterwork or this whatever like I just don't kind of want to do that again anymore and with destiny which i know is like a weird thing to say because that is like that is still like a very important dna thing to destiny but like i think i've just become a person who likes having that deterministic route and likes you know the progression to earning these weapons even if that means i have to wait like five weeks on like a daily drop of a red border like i like i'd rather do that man like i just don't want to sit there and just like mindlessly play this like weird public event activity that's completely it's completely rng it's a completely up to like if you get lucky and you get get into the arena and there's a bunch of people playing it which like now is okay because you know it's new it's a it's a week after launch there's gonna be somebody playing but like if you know i try to do that again in like a month or anybody who just decides you know try it later like there's no one no one's gonna be playing that like you know next you know later in this even by later in the season like it's just, I just, I just, yeah, I just don't like that, uh, that choice, unfortunately. Yeah. It's a little disappointing. The nice, the nice thing is they can always go back and make them craftable, right? Yeah. So there, there could be like a resurgence. Um, I appreciate that they're, you know, testing things out. Obviously people really didn't like Wellspring because yeah. of the drop rates, um, which, yeah, I mean, drop rates is always like a thing that I always feel weird about. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, like I, I'm pretty lucky with with some things and super unlucky with other things. Right? right. So it's just the name of the game to some extent. So it's never super gotten under my skin. But like, yeah, people get super salty about red border drops. People get super salty about drop rates or running an activity for a single thing. Right. I it's one of those things like you can't make everybody happy. I am with you though. Ultimately, I do wish I could just get one red border a week of these or something crafted over time. I'd be totally happy with that. Um, I like the activity, like you said though, and I like it's it's mostly you know the nightmare containment DNA um, kind of brought into this, where you even have like a a a load zone option for this activity specifically. Mm -hmm. I like that that's there. Obviously, there's a lot of people just not doing it right now, which is a bummer. I, that will change. You know, we're yeah. we're in the Wild West right now. Um, but so I think the changes they made to that format of public event is good. Yeah. But it is a thing of like, all right, but, you know, what if these were just craftable? <laughs> yeah. What if these are just craftable? And like also, we know we know also that, like, you know, next season there will be a way to enhance weapons and essentially make them craftable. Which yeah. like we'll solve that a little bit too, but it's just like you know at that, it's just it just at this current moment it just felt like a really weird, weird specific choice for these three weapons from this act from this to just not be craftable. Like they probably they could have literally chosen like 
like any other weapon that they randomly threw into crafting. Like, you know, here's a random, you know, hockey grenade launcher that is craftable for some reason. Like you could have just not put that, that in there if you were worried about having too many crafted weapons, because people were upset about having too many weapon crafting roles, a chase or whatever too. But you know, we'll, we'll see how it evolves. Like, you know, all that, all that stuff changes and evolves over time. Um, so let's talk about strand. That's yeah. kind of the big thing. Um, color of the week, you know, color of the week and probably like color of the season really. Um, yeah, for sure. They're definitely pushing that. Like it'll be big in the end game activities with a lot of the mods and a lot of the things. And it makes sense. I was, cause it is the new hotness. Um, also involved in some weird discourse as well as, as to be expected just cause, like you said, like you said, there's definitely a very front-loaded um, aspect to the campaign of learning uh, and mastering and using Strand. I, I I will say I liked I liked I liked aspects of that, but there there's also a part of me that would have, you know, this is you know this is dream scenario of I I would have liked maybe a campaign that was more dedicated on like a more thorough story storyline and then a separate thing that was us learning like working with Osiris to learn Strand like if they were two separate entities that would have been I think that would have been a better approach but you know sure. that's you know that's that's easier said than done kind of kind of thing um yeah. with what they Especially what they're able to what they're able to develop and stuff I'm sure that's, that's you know Yeah and I know like a lot of veteran players are going to be are are fr- frustrated with how much time is spent on strand it is like wild movement though and i do appreciate yeah. a, a lot of time to get used to it yeah um yeah so maybe not as much time as they gave it i get it but yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, I, and i think like i think one of the also like um weird aspects i know something that irked me was like the kind of Definitely a lot of give and take too, right? Yes. Of like they're like the here, here take. it is. Here's the little taste, and then and then you, here you're literally gonna have it for two seconds to like grapple to like one point, then two point, then we're just gonna pull it from you again. When like I think some of that also could have just been smoother by potentially just giving it to us full 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 hog like maybe halfway through that campaign and then either you know we can continue the campaign and just mess around with as we want or like you know now we have it and we can just go use it and like you know and you know kind of fuss around with it in our own time also also giving us aspect to like you know access to some fragments and things because i think that's when people really started um, warming way more up to strand when you know, once you had the full kit and you could you know you could start getting the ass you know the fragments that they gave initially but then they all straight up just whole hog just said here are all the fragments unlocked we're not even gonna time gate it post raid anymore have at it just start to start messing with the stuff yeah i and really thought they were gonna hold the uh the raid ones back but they absolutely they d- didn't they didn't and there's there's do, some I, pretty wild you, stuff yeah pretty yeah. pretty wild stuff um, you can do with a lot of those those fragments uh, for sure. Um, and yeah, it definitely opened it up for me as like I again, I play on all three characters. Um, I started on my hunter um, and I think I think hunter felt good to start with because, you know, the big the big sh- one of the big showpieces of it is having a grapple and the hunter baseline has two grapples. So I could see where people. So I saw a lot of people being like, "Man, the, the this cooldown does not feel good on the grapple." Blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, and I was just like, "Whatever, man, I got two grapples. Let's fucking go!" Like, and I was just swinging around. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was a good fucking time. And like, I think people were also not ha- wrapping their head around the ideas of like, you aren't just supposed to like free grapple all the time, like Spider Man. You're supposed to like incorporate it into like a, a movement or a sequence, where mm-hmm. like you know a lot or of time recovery. 
you know? Yes. Or recovering or just, you know, you have tangles and you're making a lot of tangles on the battlefield. Like I think a lot of people's interactions just like grab it and chuck it as fast as you can. Where like, actually it's way better used as like a, either a movement thing where you grab it and throw it and then grapple to it to like pull yourself into like a, into like the fray that's like been super useful in a lot of scenarios, or you just actually shoot it because shooting it and like you has way more useful effects for you, especially when you get later fragments. Um, and, and the uh, artifact mods as well. And the artifact mods, yes. So like they're like so like you know, a lot, there's just a lot to learn with that kind of stuff and the ebb and flows of it. And I think like now we've kind of come uh, to the other side. And yeah, I've been having a ton of fun with Strand personally. Um, I I've I would say like mostly I'm still I'm still kind of um, you know I'm still trying to you know since I play through characters I still also am like slowly buying all of the fragments for each character. So I don't have everything yet, but you know, I would say mo- I have everything on my Hunter um, and they feel like super fun um, with the, with the multiple grapples. Um, I really actually like the melee a lot just because of how useful it is to like regen your other abilities, because there's a lot of mods that you can work with that where it's just like dealing melee damage recharges this ability or this or that. And the Hunter melee literally just, you just throw it once and it tracks through enemies. So you can hit like five or six enemies you know, get the get the timing catch down. You have you almost have your melee back, and you probably have your either class ability or your melee ability or one of your grapples back already just through that. And of course, with like you know a lot of the other um, build crafting changes, which we'll probably talk about later. Um, that just like you have a lot of ability uptime um, now. Now turns turns out you know people freaking out about all the lower ability uptimes and how worried some that was like, you don't have to worry. It's a, it's yeah. like, Oh, it's almost like just as insane as it was. Yeah. You really don't have to worry. This <laughs> yeah. is absolutely going to get nerfed for sure. For sure. <laughs> but you know, it's fun. It's fun too. like, there are a couple of things that have already been disabled, like uh winter bite, um, the new exotic glaive. Yeah. Um, and they just let it, they're like, you know, just use it in nightfall. So yeah, yeah, who fucking cares? Just go into the battleground (laughs) and just shoot this ice orb and it just murders (laughs) everything, everything. You don't have to think about it. Just have fun. And I appreciate that. I think that they, they have taken the right tact with some of that stuff. And they did say like when it was the twab that was like, Hey, we're going to put out the rest of the strand tonight, you know? Um, and, (laughs) And they tweeted out, like, we will be watching to see if anything is going to cause issues for the day one raid. It's yep. like, yeah, I bet. I bet a lot's yeah. going to cause issues. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I need the verdict, Mike. Does Strand, is Strand Titan garbage? Strand, Strand Titan is not garbage. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would say our, potentially it is, like, the best of the three in some aspects um, mm-hmm. to the point where, like, something might get nerfed and then people will complain about it because, yeah. you know. Oh, Titan, oh, they can't have Titan anything fun or whatever. But like that's Titan is like super strong. That's actually like to, earlier today is mostly what I've been playing, um, getting all my pinnacles uh, done on my Titan. And I'm I'm not using the the Titan, the new legs, the Swarmer legs. They're not Swarmer. That's the uh, that's, that's the, the Warlock. Uh, yeah, they're like a, a, the Abeyant Leap is what it is, actually, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I haven't been using that, but I've been using Armentarium, which gives me two grenades. So I have two grapples also on my Titan. So I have two <laughs> grenades, two grapples, three melee charges, and my and my barricade that shoots out the big suspend burst. Um, a lot of fun. Very, it's very very phonetic, uh, you know, uh, combat you can get into with the Titan that, I'm, that I've been really enjoying. Um, 
yeah, just the, the, the having the grapple just makes is just a, a ton of fun to like move and traverse in Destiny in another way. And just like once you start really finessing it, if like it's just how like you can really incorporate into cool movement styles of just, you know, getting that perfect one where like, you know, people have been figuring it out and I figured it out as well. Like, especially on the Titan, if you kind of grapple and kind of lightly swing yourself to like the side of it, you'll, you'll come out of it with like tons of momentum and it, yeah. and it, and it triggers really well with the Titan, like hover, like catapults. Cause you know, the war, I think like, I, I don't know if I get it down as well on the, on the warlock jump, but I think on the Titan, it just works a lot better because they have the catapult lift. And they have you, more of a burst. And they have yeah. like a burst. So like you can kind of, it kind of just flows right into it in a really nice way. Um, so I've done a lot of really fun stuff like that, where it's just like get it, get a grapple and kind of get that momentum going and like fly into a bunch of enemies, then land on the ground, slide, and then just burst my barricade and just, you know, watch all the dudes in front of me just suspend. And then I can just, you know, shoot blades at them, uh, you know, big, do big swipes. And I can do a swipe and one of the dudes suspended up. <clears throat> Killing with a melee gives me a bunch of my class ability energy back, then makes them into a tangle. Then I shoot the tangle and that bursts and blows everybody else up and gives me and everybody around me woven mail. <laughs> so it's just like yeah. it's like a super fun, just like immediately super powerful like combination. Um, the super uh, it's, you know, turns out. Um, you can still make a punch, a crazy punching super that is basically quote unquote, just punching extremely powerful because, you know, basically how it works is, you know, you can initially when you pop the super, you can do like a big, you can do like the big two blade, like heavy attack and it shoots these two big blasts forward and they do pretty good damage, but they will also like, even if it's like a, it doesn't necessarily kill something like higher tier stuff, higher tier enemies can get suspended by that blast. Um, but then you have to then go in with your kind of light attacks to charge back up that, um, charge back up that burst. So like the kind of the, the play is to kind of do it initial, do the initial blast, then kind of swipe, swipe either smaller ads or swipe at a bigger ad to do a bunch of damage and then f- keep following it up and just kind of doing it like a, a rotation. And you can, you can melt a lot of bosses, even in, even in like a lot of current stuff, like even in like legendary tier content, I was doing like, you know, the battlegrounds, <clears throat> Well, you're five levels under and just popping my super into and like chunking like whole chunks of like one of their one of their bars on that boss in the current battleground pretty easily just with the super alone. Um, so it's very it's very strong. Um, yeah, Titan is very fun. <clears throat> Hunter Hunter is very fun as well. Like I said, I really like the the again having double grapples again. You have a lot of moving options. Um. I uh, like the suspending dive, which it felt a little funky in the in the campaign. I think maybe it's just something specific to the campaign because yeah. post that I was having kind of no issues just popping those out. When I played with somebody else who's on Hunter, they mm. also were having trouble activating that during the campaign post campaign. It was fine. Yeah. So, I, yeah, maybe it's just something within the geometry of the campaign or something. I don't really know. Um, but, yeah, that's 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 like a fun, quick move. And it's just kind of like a. Oh, you know, you can either grapple into it and like way out of the air and dive all the way down, or you can just have it be like a quick oh shit moment when you like come around a corner and there's a big unstoppable champion in your face. It's like oh shit, and just like quick do a dive into its face and then you stun it yeah. up and, or something and like diving that. Diving out of the grapple as well is just looks super cool. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, the, the the warlock's the one I I have had fun with, but I'm still like kind of going back and forth on the two kind of play styles that I'm seeing a lot of people quickly evolve into. If you've, I'm sure you've seen 
stuff as the resident like warlock main. So be curious to hear what you see. But like I've I've seen people like go a little bit less away from doing a bunch of threadlings and more into like these like osteostriga threadling or osteostriga like suspending and like uh, what is it, unraveling kind of combo where you like eat yeah. your grenade and then. You can kind of uh, suspend enemies as you murder them. And then like with the poison and unraveling, they will spread together to enemies and you'll just have like crazy ad clear. So kind of what have you been doing, though, with your uh, with the strand on Warlock so far? Yeah, I really like it. I, I it's so fun. I, I've definitely like found each of the grenades can be made into a full play style. That's really cool. And mm-hmm. they're different, right? Like I was like, OK, where where? If I want to go full crazy broodweave mama duck to my little, you know, scree babies, uh, I want to run Threadling Grenade and obviously the new fragment that that they released where it's like, do damage, get grenade energy. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which is, turns out you can do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely started with the, the consume the shackle to get the suspending blast. I like that that also translates to all weapons. Yeah, that's, um, and that's abil- and it's abilities too. Like you can just literally just yeah. like kill anything while you have that buff from eating that grenade and it's, it's just everything like does like a little suspend burst. So I was doing like eat the grapple grenade and then just go in with a glaive and just kind of pick them off one by one <laughs> as I suspend them around me, um, which was super fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the thread lane uh, just like Crunch grenade, so you have your five perches, and then drop the rift, so you throw out eight threadlings, uh, and then you know melee unravel people from a distance, uh, and then shoot the the tangles that get made to make more threadlings kind of around you. Yeah. And depending on how you have your mods right, like the threadling grenade threadlings can generate orbs with the grenade. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, things so but only the threadling grenade threadlings not like any other ones right so it's just constant <laughs> orbs and then Everywhere. crunch the grenade and then you know you set it up so you use your abilities to get your class ability faster and then drop the rift and you're just yeah. kind of like creating army as you move yeah, forward just, yeah. that's cool um and that was super fun and then uh our friend nicole discovered that the you with the grapple melee, you can generate an orb for grapple for melee and an orb for grenade yep. at the same time. Yep. So then I did like the grapple build of just like pull yourself to an encounter, drop a rift, shoot things, pull yourself to another encounter, drop a rift, yep. and just make like pulling yourself into an encounter and then making a ton of uh, yep. extra dudes with woven mail mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about dying. Yeah, just a ton of different ways that you can take threadlings, which I really. I really like, yeah. I, I yeah, you got it, cool. folks out there. Got to experiment some more because there's some wild stuff you can do with a threadling grenade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I messed with a little bit before, but I did not. When I when I started kind of messing with Warlock, I had not had. I've not gotten the chance to get all the fragments on them yet. So, mm-hmm. so but it's yeah, I, I like. I definitely liked that quick loop though of just like eating eating all the all the different ways you can eat a grenade and like have a bunch yeah. of stuff. So, I love that. I love those types of aspects, and I love that different grenades will give you different buffs. I, I think that's really cool. It's always been the same thing, right, in the past, where it's like, boom, devour, boom, heat rises, whatever, yeah. uh, boom, arc soul. Now it's like, oh, this will give you this, and this will give you that, and I, yeah. I think that's so cool. I like, I like that um, as well, yeah. Yeah, and and the super is awesome. I, I, I think that it's not, yeah. you know, it's not as big damage super as I like. You can get it to do pretty good damage, which I'm happy with. Yeah. 
Um, but it's just feels so good. I, I love one shot supers. I just yeah. love popping it and cool. then getting right back in the action, except there's an army around me now. Yeah, yeah. It did feel, I would definitely definitely use that a handful of times and it felt super satisfying. It just it has a really really nice animation and sound effect to it where you like yeah. you just go up and you just go and it just does this big burst. The darts just look and so you just, cool. It just has that cool kind of like slow rise. Yeah. It looks yeah. it just looks really cool and feels like good to pull off. Yeah. Um but yeah, um yeah across the board oh i'll say the hunter's uh super as well is oh my god i think it's broken right now yeah yeah it's broken because of well it's because of starry your scale so i'm curious if like they should really just like maybe just bring starry your scales down again but i don't, I don't know if they'll do they that did raise the thing. yeah i we did a ribbon yesterday uh cheesed it just because we had done all of last witch by the time we got there uh and yeah that's star eater hunter we had three of them and they i think they just did it all on their own yeah and just just yeah just and that's the thing like like as it currently is like and i think it's like um you know as as had a video on the damage and currently it's like it's showing a one one like it's showing like a particular damage amount but then mm-hmm. when you actually look at the bar it's like lower so it's actually technically doing more damage than i think it's supposed to be doing yeah. right now so it's definitely bugged um but it still feels really fun like it is one of those things where like i, I now that i've seen it from a, a separate perspective it doesn't look as nuts but i think it was when i was playing and you see the hunter do like the spin like the big spin yeah. heavy attack it like encompasses encompasses like your entire screen when you do it on like and your thing so i just thought like it was like insanely massive and it feels insanely massive and it still kind of is but like it's it, still pretty big. It's still pretty big, but I'll say like it seems like it is not as broken as the like I remember like there's a time where Chaos Reach could like hit people through walls and shit. Yeah. Where like yeah. I definitely <laughs> have noticed like you do that big heavy if like enemies behind like a box or something, and even if it goes through it, it's not really hitting them. So it seems they've, good. they've they've at least uh, considered that about done with that because it is like insanely massive range. And another fun thing with the Hunter Super is. Um, I, I, you might you might have this in the Titan one too. I'm not oh, actually in the Titan one. You don't have this because if you hit the, the the your grenade button, it does like a heavy attack. But in the Hunter Super, you have infinite grapples, so you can just like yeah. sh- sh- and dodges. Sh- yeah, yeah. Well, the do- the dodge consumes your super. I don't think the grapple oh, consumes true. your super. Okay, um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very very fun uh, mobile uh, super that goes well with the hunters like whole kit. Um, but yeah, I like strand a lot, even yeah, at this baseline, I'm still having a ton of fun, like figuring out and messing with builds. Um, I definitely, there's a couple other things I want to try that I haven't, uh, once I, once I'm kind of, I'm kind of more focused on the power grind and I want to get to like a comfortable level with, I'm where I'm decent, decently power powered. Cause then it'll be easier to just go back and infuse all the stuff that I want to like bring up and start messing with. Cause I know yeah. I've heard people say that you can, Apparently, you can set up radiant dance machines with the hunter, and it works really well because you can do multiple, like suspend things very quickly. Apparently, so I'm very curious cool. what, uh, how that works. I want to try that. Um, I think there's something else with the uh, there's something with the, with the the warlock as well, but I'm blanking on maybe what it was. Um, but yeah, yeah, strand is a strand is a ton of fun. It definitely, I think, just got caught very maybe briefly in the in the other kind of backlash that generally happened with lightfall there in the first few days um so i'm glad seems like pretty much everyone's come around on it being uh very good and very fun and i and i will say like 
you know, granted, I'm, you know, I wouldn't see myself a PvP master by any stretch, clearly, and I'm not even a fan of it, even either. But I will say, like, from the handful of matches I played a PvP so far, it did not feel like absurdly um, oppressive as even Stasis did to me, even at my level. Like, I've suspended a couple people and people suspended me. And like, you know, they, we were still, I usually was able to win, win out the fight if they were suspended. Um, but like I could at least, you know, I was getting shot at and hit by them in suspense. It seems like it's not like outright, you know, a full counter to full on, like, you know, you are just absolutely boned if you're suspended compared to being frozen. So unlike PVE where when you suspend nerds, you bully them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just, you're just watching a, a poor, like sing enemy just like stuck there for 20 minutes, especially with the, that new, that's up that of that, yeah, that, yeah. that fragment that like just increases it. Second yeah. suspend yep. or whatever. Yep. That's yeah. We, I remember doing the legendary campaign, um, with, uh, <laughs> and like thinking of how like very tough it was to fight those tormentors the first time around in that callous uh in fight and then turning around to that it was very much like we are just full-on bullying these <laughs> tormentors because they'll just come up to us you just suspend them and he's just he's just stuck up there and we could have like done like two laps around the whole arena before he <laughs> before it even gotten down like i was saying it's like we were Amazing. both playing with nicole it was yeah it's, it's it was it was absurd um but it's 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 still like it's still a ton of fun um, and I'm excited to mess around with it more. Um, yeah, I can't see, wait to see like what the next aspects are going to be. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like, like what even yeah, what even the world are they going to be like? Yeah, there's some. I don't, yeah, I, I can't even I can't even think of anything. I can't frankly. even think of anything really. Like they do not that they feel like holeless, right? Like there are certainly gaps to fill in in each class. Sure, right? Like yeah. Warlock has like one way of suspending people. Yeah. Um, and and like I don't think I have any way of severing enemies, right? Like of, of True, reducing yeah. their damage. Yeah. Um, so there's plenty of room to fill in the gaps on on you know coverage, but yeah. it, it's in a good spot. Is the point? Yeah. Here, yeah. yeah. And I, I think I think one thing that'll come become more prevalent is in this something I've not seen like many people actually try and mess around with is unraveling rounds. Like I know that's yeah. like there's like a fragment, and I think there's like something in the artifact mods that. Um, unlock that and unraveling seems like pretty strong just from like getting it up getting it popping off on abilities and stuff um yeah. i just you know it just does not seem like it's been incorporated heavily into the weapons yet just because there's not a lot of strand weapons out in the wild yet that's also probably what it mainly is too yeah. um so I'm it's cu- a cool it's, it's cool. a cool debuff with the little you know needles that that do damage right they're not yeah. oppressively overpowered but yeah they they help you chip down bigger guys yeah it, hel- well. it helps with that kind of stuff and same way like a poison or like a siva the siva outbreak does so i think it could be really cool it's just yeah there's just not a lot of weapons to utilize it with well mm-hmm. so that, that, that'll definitely be the big factor of it i think yeah. um in a while um so yeah, the other thing I want the other thing we can start talking about, which is like more I want to talk about some post campaign stuff. Cause this definitely yeah. is really where um I think, you know, again, the the sentiment for Lightfall started turning very, very quickly for some folks in the community. And I would say even a little bit myself of just like even though I did enjoy the campaign um to an extent and um I, I, I would say just like playing some of this stuff was a lot uh was just it was just really good stuff even yeah but outside of if it wasn't even not attached to this i would consider it probably very good um mainly like i think the kind of probably the first one a lot of people did, did 
or at least what the first one I did was the um, the exotic mission for the machine gun, uh, yeah. where you deterministic chaos mission, yeah, yeah, where you go and essentially play through the entirety of the Garden of Salvation read backwards, or at least like run through the environment of it, um, yeah, which was yeah, which was uh, super super cool. Yeah, I I was really surprised too. Like it's one of those things of you have all these places and things like that. Like let's utilize them. Let's go to the garden. Let's see these raid scenarios. I know like people were bummed. Some people were bummed about like the reuse of mechanics, raid mechanics in um, the Seraph shield mission. Right. But it's like, no, you have this stuff like use it. Like, I don't care if it's like reused, even though that's not the word I would use. It's more of like kind of reintroducing or repurposing those mechanics and, and using them again uh so like seeing the black garden seeing you know like this is a place we've been to since like d1 right so it's like it's got a lot of history there seeing like nimbus there is like oh there's a person there you know it's like i know they're only there for a little bit but it, it's cool and i like nimbus a lot so it was like cool and, and connecting that to rohan connecting that to the original d1 campaign so cool uh i know it's tied up with the veil so of course everyone has to be butthurt about it uh, but I, I think they did it well. I think they utilized that space well. It's a fun mission. Again, just like the trickle of the lore is always like some of my favorite stuff. Uh, why the seasons, I think, succeed. Um, so being able to trickle that out while also like, hey, we're in the garden. We're doing this thing. We're learning about different factions of Taken, perhaps. Like, you know, uh, learning about Nezrek, uh, who I'm sure we got to talk about at some point. Uh, uh, so yeah, I, I really like that one. And I, I'll say, like, on the on the record of of when we did Witch Queen, the epilogue exotic mission, which is how I kind of phrased it for Parasite, was like some of my favorite stuff in that whole campaign. And that was after the campaign as well, where you do the other strike and it has you go to all the lost sectors. Um, they basically did three of those for for Lightfall, which I was like, hell yes, more of this, please. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Like, I, 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 there's definitely parts of it that I think I would have liked to have seen a little bit more in the, um, in the in the main campaign, uh, at least as far as like I think specifically of like the Cloud Strider stuff, where yeah. I think, um, as much as I do like them both, I, I think the you know, like you said, Rohan was like a little bit tropey. Mm-hmm. Um, Nimbus, I think, was uh, they were an interesting character, and I think that the having them be a part of Destiny in the future, I think, will, will could be very interesting. Yes. And I think you know, I just think um, I really would have liked something in that base campaign that was just like earlier on would have been like a mission where we just spent time with them in terms yeah. of like you know this, this is you know this is why this is how important the stakes are to them in the city. And we didn't really get that till a, a tiny bit in this mission, right? Where we had, you know, Ro- Rohan sacrifice himself in the campaign. And then we had, you know, Nimbus finally trying to have a moment of like grief and like solidarity for their, for their kind of mentor. Yeah. Um, we get more of an emotional spectrum from them, right? Like, yeah. Uh, as opposed to, you know, cheering us on and, and being our, our buddy. Um, and that's the thing. Like I, I see Nimbus as like a character that's going to be around for a while. Right. So, yeah. I, I am not like I'm happy about having like we have plenty of 
dourly serious characters in the Destiny <laughs> right, universe. Yeah, yeah. So I'm happy about having another one that's like fun that's going to be tied into the story, right? Like yeah. literally the season is like Crow, Mara, and Mithrax who are three of my favorite characters, but you want some dour emo characters like boom, yeah, we got you. Yeah, we, yeah. Um, so I, I appreciate the, the contrast, you know. I like Nimbus and, and those things. The people that don't like Nimbus, sure, whatever. Right. Um, but I do agree of like, it is better. I appreciate getting more character development for Nimbus and like the yeah. history of the Cloud Starters, right? We, we learn yeah. about these kind of five individual Cloud Starters as we're doing the the post-campaign quests, um, yeah, including it, the first Cloud Starter. Yeah, the very first one. And it, it was really cool. And just like having, you know, having a little bit of the like, you know, there is a little bit of, you know, being in the environments and seeing the the storytelling of just like you know you're, you once you complete the campaign you go into the hall of heroes to like start this the campaign mission where it's like they lay the cloud strangers to rest and you just see this massive room with basically like gravestones for all of them you're just like holy crap like that was like a mm-hmm. moment of like this is how long they've 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 had these cloud striders enacted in here in Iamuna and how many there have been and it's just like an entire room and it's like this is how many they've gone through and it's like clearly like you know a big thing for Niamuna but I think like it would have been nice to just have a little bit more of that like talked about in the um in the campaign and I guess you know I it probably didn't happen because of the they kind of very much treat the campaign as just like very like we gotta we gotta we're, we're got this task we gotta go we gotta go we gotta go and it's just like yeah. wait I wanna I want to hang out in the city. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> just like a tiny bit of that would have been, but nice. Sure. But regardless, I, st- I still think, yes, like the, the, the mission for the, that exotic was really awesome for the machine gun, all the hollow hero stuff to get the stasis glaive uh, was really cool. Um, and learning a little bit more about the, the, uh, the cloud striders and stuff. And then that history, um, for the city, really cool i i liked all that i'm sure there's st- even more stuff and like some lore tabs and things that i have not really gotten and read up at because admittedly i don't really go through and read the tabs i'm more of a like once when bife puts out a video i will sit down as soon as that video goes up i will probably watch it and hear 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 him having gathered all that stuff or i'll go to like um a cool uh a ch- a youtube channel that's destiny content vault where they just like straight up just <laughs> Pull, pull, pull the pull the dialogue in out from all those, and there's like already tons of really cool stuff um, on those. Like you know, yeah. there's I really like the. I know some people were miffed about like hearing important details, maybe from literally Jisoo Colorado, I think is his name. From yep. this is like a news reporter, the that's news a, guy, the news guy, <laughs> and he's talking about how like the veil is like the pale heart, and you're just like, wait, what? Huh? Like just randomly in like some dialogue somewhere when you're walking around Yamuna and just you know. I, 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 like I still it. think it's, I still think it's like I still think it's like it adds like it adds like an extra little character character to Niamuna as a place to have like Correct. you know you know Jisoo as just like a general news reporter guy talking to like a bunch of the people in the city. You have a bunch of random people like you know you'll go into a lost sector and just have some random not necessarily random but like you know they they end up becoming people you hear more about but when you initially mean they're just like a, a random person like here's just like it's just like it just says like here's quinn lagari or here's sid whoever and it's like a nickname guy and they're just they're just talking to you like you're like a person and you're like yeah okay yeah they did a good job of emphasizing like there are people in in here even though you know you don't have to have a bunch of random npcs that you won't even interact with like hanging out around in the city streets when did you have you, these um, other people did you get the dialogue where Jisoo reaches out to you randomly for an interview? <laughs> yes, yeah, and, he, and the ghost is like, oh, good. yeah, he's like, I so, um, talk to we the don't guardian. T- we're gonna have to decline the interview. <laughs> yeah, your ghost. Like, How did you get this you? line? 
it's pretty it's pretty funny i, I liked yeah. his interaction he talked to he talks to keidel and one of the like this little like radio you can go to yes. keidel and keidel's just like we we're honorable people we don't deal with this shit and it's just like it's, <laughs> it's pretty funny because Yes. How straight I would have come to soul to conquer under different circumstances. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Very good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's tons of tons of little stuff like that. Um, um, there's a couple other things like, um, I really like the, what seem what seemingly is going to be like the weekly mission that you were going to do on, um, Neomuna called the, the partition mission. Because yeah. there's there's one that's this week. It's called reset, but but from the triumphs, looks like there's gonna be two different ones. It looks like it'll rotate each week. I'm guessing that like rotates with the vex zone uh, yeah. since we're going. You're going to the vex network. The, well, the one this week is so much fun, where it's literally just like these big, big sparrow like racing uh, essentially like pathways you're racing down to get to these points where you got to defuse a bomb, and they're just like very fast paced and like very fun. Like, you know, reminds you reminds you of like Tron light cycle like sequences yeah. where you're like zooming it's around. F Zero stage. Or F Zero stage and you're hitting you're hitting like boost pads. Um and there's the tons of like was a good check. Yeah. Good, uh, good bonus. Yeah. And there's like tons of cool little lore secrets in those too, where you have, you know, Nimbus and um Osiris talking about how Maya Maya Sundaresh was like the founder of Neomuna and mm-hmm. then you also if you can find the right corner, you can see a certain uh Asher Mir like you know it's digitally like hands up like ah like they just like they just like warps and digitize clearly like you know they've been setting Somewhere. that setting that up for a little mm. while now now to see it more directly was really cool yeah so cool um, touches yeah. all the vex stuff i thought has been so good as yes well. i i love that i really you know again we'll i think we'll get more into some raid speculation soon here once we get past like stuff that's in but I really hope there's maybe a Vex aspect to that raid as well. That'd be really cool. Seems like it. Yeah. Seems like there's definitely a possibility. It definitely also seems like that from like, again, we won't, we won't get into like, you know, data mine spoilery stuff, but there seems like a, a, a later in the season exotic quest that also might be related to some of that. That could be really, uh, really cool with a cool exotic yeah. tied to it. With a very potentially very cool exotic <laughs> that you can get from it without saying too much. Yeah. But just know that you your comments have been heard. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, so yes, we'll hope, we'll, we, we hope we hope we hope those comments have been heard indeed uh, for, yep. for the copium. Um, but yeah, the copium that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that partition mission uh, probably is like one of my favorite weekly things. Yeah, especially coming off fun. of like preservation, which like preservation <laughs> is fine. Like I get that. It's like just it's just long and you're like doing the same thing each week. So it's just like, oh. All right, we're doing this. We're just doing this again. We're watching this. We're defending the payload again, I guess. Yeah, these this, feel more akin to um, from Season of the Splicer. The, yeah. What are they called? Um, uh, I think they were called Sever. Sever missions or something else? Sever was Season of the Haunted. Um, oh. Um, there, there was something, some vexy word yeah, for going into a computer. Yeah, yeah there, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. There was like a weekly a weekly. And mission. those were nice and like five minute yeah they're like super they're super like essentially like very pseudo the uh the other mission that you can do post well it's in the campaign but then you can do like a time trial version of it called headlong yeah which i definitely saw people like not solo legendary that that mission seems like a pretty rough time (laughs) but i'll say is even even with three of us in that campaign it was a little tricky but i will say like um i went in 
post the legendary campaign with uh, Jake and Nicole and our friend group. I mean, we were like, man, this platinum, this pl- getting platinum time trial, this is gonna, this is like, gonna be impossible. But let's just try it. And then like it took us like three tries. It's actually like super easy because nice. it because it, it's not it's not legendary difficulty. It's just normal like difficulty. So yeah. you can over level it. Yeah. And we just we just zoomed through it and, and like did it like on like two or three tries. But it's, but yeah. it's very fun, though, because just like it very much has that vibe of the if, if you play Titanfall 2 and has that, that opening mission where you can like, do this little like kind of speed runny thing. It yeah. very much feels like that. And like you, once you get it down. And you get the strand grappling down and all that stuff. It, it feels very fun. Yeah. When you get it like right, it just feels great. The um other one, the other Vex mission that we were just talking about with the Ashram Reward clone and all uh, that. Partition. Mm-hmm. Partition. Yeah. There's also like a triumph for beating that in like under seven minutes or whatever. Nice. Um, which is nice. It's like gives you an idea of like this isn't going to be a, this is a pinnacle every week. And it isn't going to be a huge time. Yeah. Sink, you know? and, it'll be, and it'll be like a different, like at least like it'll rotate through a couple missions each week. Yeah, so, very be, reminiscent of the Beyond Light Exo mission, Exo training yeah, ground yeah. missions. Yeah, um, yeah, I like it a whole lot. Um, let's see what else. There's a couple more things. Um, we checked a lot of boxes here. Yeah, we checked a lot of boxes. I will say, let's talk about the actual season, the first week of the season. Yeah, season of Defiance started. We talked about it a little bit already. Um, but yeah, like they like they kind of pitched it is like you know it is the war on two fronts. So you have the Neomuna Lightfall campaign, but then you have Caesar Fiance's now like you know the, the, at the start the witness showed up to Earth and took the Traveler, and now you know it is basically has an assault on Earth and there's a bunch of pyramid structures all over Earth. Um, so you do kind of the initial stuff at that where like now Marasov is helping us basically combat all that stuff alongside. A bunch of well, like a very eclectic cast, I would say, yeah. for the season where you have great group. You said it's Mithrax is here, but also Devrin K and Amanda Holiday. <laughs> Our and boy Devrin. <laughs> that was that was quite the, quite the thing where you and like start. Petra is is the last one. Petra Vench. Oh yeah, she she'll be in at some point. She's not in cool. this this um like week, but she will be a part of the story. Cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah, great cast. Love it. Yeah, Mara very, and Mithrax talking is like what I've always wanted. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, doing that like initial start, start where you go back one, you go back to Destiny 2 year one farm, which is really nice. I thought it was really fun. Really um, good touch. Yeah. And it's all and now it's all like war torn and blown up. They just blow up straight up blew up the soccer field. Brutal. Monsters. 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 We have to take them down. Um, but yeah, then you, yeah, you, you meet Mara who's like charging a spirit bomb or some shit in, in, the, in the tower and the farm. You're just like, oh shit, okay. I guess she's, she's putting up like some protection field or she's something. She's channeling like that. her Queen's Guard, her, her yeah. energy, um, mm-hmm. which which is cool. Love yeah. being the Queen's Guard. I love her knighting you at the end of the first uh, yeah, seasonal story. At the end of that mission there, that was really, it's really neat. And that um that battleground on the EDC is like a bank yeah, of a battleground. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a like cooler than some of the strikes like just normal <laughs> sh- strikes that are in that game right now. It's like really neat because you basically kind of fight through a section of the EDZ that's like now has like all these pyramid structures on it, and there's a big you know dark uh, cabal shadow cabal invading force. Um, but then you eventually go into the ascendant plane on Earth, which is cool. Um, and then you go to this big crazy taken zone. Um, and then into a pyramid structure, and you basically are like infiltrating that pyramid structure through the ascendant plane, and then you like go back into it, and you you fight the meatball from back from uh, Destiny earlier Destiny Two Forsaken Days, and then you also 
<clears throat> have this big cool final battle in this like a ball fight where you like are straight up like going to these zones and creating protective barrier zones when you're in this weird dark darkness haze or whatever um yeah but yeah super super cool um battlegrounds of all things it's like very surprising just like dang this is like feels a little different than the ones we've had already and like it feels uh just cool uh i, yeah. I really like you look it. at the where all the other ones take place in the trials i saw, I saw I've, I've seen some of the pictures on the press site so i know there's two more mm-hmm. um i saw like i think next week's i know is like the cosmodrome, cosmodrome one i believe yeah. and then there's another one that looks like you know at least from those images and i guess spoilers for whatever yeah. but let's like it's in space like we're like yeah. going in space it's referred to in the triumphs as the orbital prison <laughs> okay sick <laughs> right it's yeah like, sign yeah. me up yeah because i saw i definitely saw pictures of it it looked really cool because you're like i haven't like, seen any pictures yeah there's like, like there's like there's like a brief there's like a, there's like a couple not too many but sure. like but like it shows like you know a bunch of asteroids in like destroyed cabal like shadow legion ships so it's like you're gonna be like jumping up to this big facility yeah, I presume space. it's an enemy prison. Yeah, because uh, ours is prison of elders, and that's yeah. whatever. So that's yeah, so very cool. Yeah, so that seems really interesting for sure. Yeah, we're to go see people from that, I guess. Um, late, probably later, later after the those, and yeah, those, yeah, those are really cool because it seems like, but it seems like they'll be similar where we like are essentially infiltrating these like crazy pyramid structures that are on Earth, and I guess in in space above Earth. Oh, uh, yeah, to, like, looking, to like to like do that the, stuff. The pictures now, it does look cool. Yeah, looks really neat. Um, but yeah, yeah. So far, you know, it's only week one, but the season seems that that seems pretty pretty good so far. It does um, seem like it will be a four week season, going off of the number of quest steps. So we're at okay. six of twenty eight. Yeah. So, I, um, yeah, so yeah, that okay that makes sense. Just yeah. you know, for folks out out at home to set the expectations, similar to Risen and Hunt. Um, it'll be pretty, it'll be it'll be a shorter one, but yeah, that's that's understandable. And yeah, the battlegrounds are really cool. Um, yeah. And I do like the if you've gone to, and I do like you know outside of the you know story stuff going on, I do really like the updated seasonal systems because um, you're straight up just like the defiance <gasps> yes. engrams yeah, about the quality of life yes. stuff just in general. Yeah, the defiance engrams literally just drop from anything, and then you just take those to the helm. To a little in the little tower, and you can just they just go to the helm. They just they know? just go to them. Yeah, you don't have the like the, the your you still we still technically have that Engram scream. Although all it is for now is Prime Engrams, which is pretty interesting. So I feel like that yeah. might just be the next thing to go, and they're just gonna like revamp like inventory stuff. I feel like that's gonna be like a big change coming later this year, just yeah. from like a lot of the things they've been doing recently. Um, <clears throat> but um, but yeah, like you just get Defiance Engram from doing anything. You get also these keys, and you just you literally just finish a battleground there's a chest at the end you pop it and you use it to open that chest and if you have a key it just takes one of the keys and gives you even more rewards for that but you can still just i think you can still just open it without keys as well um really cool really cool system it's just super simple just streamlined going to oh yeah go ahead no like energy like you go yeah. to the you can see all the focusing stuff and certainly it's like you know a little pricey sometimes for vis-a-vis ingrams mostly i think because we're not used to it of like okay you can focus a specific weapon for four defiance ingrams it's like okay you can focus a specific armor for two uh and then they've they've brought back some callus 
some menagerie weapons, I think. Yeah, right? so there's uh, he has a menagerie shotgun, and then there's the three three class specific swords that were the original class specific swords earlier in D two that like the current ones we had kind of are kind of based on they're like variants of those essentially mm-hmm. but yeah there's those those three were like the og ones that they introduced in destiny 2 earlier but i'm sure they will have a bunch of new perk rolls and other things like that but again like you can stack ingrams <clears throat> in a way that you want like if you want to just grind a ton this week uh and then stack like 48 engrams <laughs> and then when next week or the week after when weapon focusing is up it's like cool now you are ready to focus some guns. Yeah, I'll tell you that yeah, much. So yeah. You can just, I love you can that. just bank it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, yeah, it's really, it's really nice. Um, and, and even now I'm, I'm just, I haven't really just been popping them cause you just get Me so too. many, you just get so many all the time. And like, I've still been getting some decent orders or just decent drops from that in general. But yeah. And, and then of course, like, you know, there will be weekly currency to get for upgrading, but there's like a significantly less amount of those. And I think that's one of the benefits of having a very short, shortish season is there's just, yeah. there's just less of those to get. And it's, that's like really nice to like load it up and just see, I think it's only like eight or nine upgrades or something like that. It's like, Cool. Yeah, I think it's Sweet. 11 and you get three in the first week and presumably three every week after, which is more than the two that we would normally get as, as yeah. far as unlocks. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's that's great. And uh, some of them are just like, hey, get juiced during Defiance Battlegrounds. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, they like, yeah, that's the whole the extra thing that I actually really like is you're essentially like creating power ups like, you know, like how you could get some in Dares of Eternity in these and you can just have those drop and then you get like a bunch of crazy like, yeah, super recharge on your, you know, fully recharge your melee or some other ability. It's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so far, so good. Pretty, other than that, like, it's pretty standard, you know, seasonal stuff, right? Like, you have the 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 battlegrounds and they have all the new surge and threat stuff and champion stuff in there. The surge stuff feels really good. I actually, I really do like the surge stuff of, like, yeah. you know, you can feel, I can feel the difference of, you know, playing normal legendary and like running around with strand, but then also playing those surge playlists and just being able to like, you know, just, you know, mess up fools. Cause I'm on strand, like feels cool. Um, yeah. I, I like those. I like that. Uh, that changed. The only thing I would, the only thing I would complain about for the, for the update and difficulty overall is the, is the, like some of the weird one shotting stuff that has come back for, and it's mainly from like vehicle stuff where like yeah. interceptors and like the, the cabal thresh can just the like thresher complaints are real right now. Yeah. They just can <laughs> like, just cause it's like, they can just obliterate you out of nowhere. And it's just like, yeah, you, their missiles are like, I hate those like slow moving yeah. rockets that like are slow and then speed up yep. and you can't see where the thresher is all the time. And yep. those will like just, curve. Yeah, you just be uh, like surrounded by like 30 dudes and you're just like, you're just kind of like trying to shoot them and all of a sudden you're just like, Poof, and then just the camera pans and you're just like, there's some ship like 10 miles away and just like, okay, man, like this is, this, this that's kind of lame. But you know, and it's already like the, the, the end of the Nessus, world. But. It's not the end of the world, but the Nessus Battleground uh, from Chosen that is in the Vanguard Ops playlist already had like threshers that were one shotting me in regular ass content. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. I feel haunted by these things. It's yeah. awful. Yeah. It's not a huge deal, but yeah. like if we could make it that reduce you to one HP instead of like collision is right now. Yeah. Be, should, I'd be okay yeah. with that. that. I would be cool with that too. The, the other minor thing I would complain about is they made 
um, in the heist battlegrounds and the strike playlist, they made the lasers one shot you again as well, which is I yeah. think is kind of needless. <laughs> yeah, but you know, surprise, surprise! The Destiny community reacted over the difficulty increase in this game, and it feels almost normal strikes exactly feel the exactly the same as they did before. Like and Nightfalls, at least the hero ones are like actually really fun because yeah. champions like aren't a problem anymore. Yeah. A they stun regularly now like it actually yep. works now and b obviously you can just bully the hell out of champions yep. yeah seriously yeah because you have just like so many abilities to counteract them and just like especially with you know strand suspending stuff is just super fun and you can just pop a pop see see one walk like you know barreling towards you and just be like boop and just i'll be with just, you later yeah, yeah you yeah. know or or freeze him with stuff it's just yeah yeah I a lot of the, a lot of fun stuff with that the I definitely agree with the sentiment about of the things to be critical in, in quality of life stuff is like guardian ranks. I think it's like clearly we are in the 1.0 era of guardian ranks. I do think like generally it's good and I think it's a good I, I'm not like a new light. Right. So I can't go back and, and see what that yeah. experience is like. Yeah. Um, but reading through the things, it's like, okay, this seems like it's going to introduce you to stuff in a good way. It is a good guide to follow. They also, Bungie put out an official returning and new players guide um, on the their blog website, which I think is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, goes over things pretty well. But yeah, just like it tells you how to stun champions. It tells you what solo loss sectoring is for it tells you like what armor mods are and how to equip them and how to unlock them and it's how you unlock them um i thought like maybe solo solo legending a loss sector was a weird thing to put an additional four loadouts behind um but (laughs) i've done it and it's over and i never have to do it again right right um but yeah i mean accommodations and guardian ranks kind of go hand in hand and i know people are like accommodations are useless (laughs) yeah because yeah you know you do them a lot but i don't necessarily agree that that makes them just useless i think it's just like hey we need to get some metadata like you know we're farming some right now to get to get this ready for lfg later and get it rolling you know like it's just the first week (laughs) y'all yeah that's definitely my sentiment too of like i don't want to be too harsh on the system because like you said it is that first week and it's like we'll have different very different feelings about this system like you know from this week and from three weeks now because like we're really not interacting with it super hard until you know you start getting into that later game aspect of it there is thing there, but there are some things that I do want to call out that I think are looking potentially problematic. Um, sure. And people have started pointing out. Um, yeah, again, you know, they talked about the resetting stuff. Like that's that is a thing. We'll just have to wait and see on how the resetting works because it seems like it won't be. It seems like there are definitely things in each guardian rank tier that are permanent permanent things you do but then i think they're like labeled as like like these kind of like blue ones they're like seasonal so those are probably the ones you're gonna have to do over again um the one the one thing um though for sure that i don't fully agree with is going back to commendations i don't know how much you've interacted with this but i'm sorry i just had an extra one added in because i think like once you do a handful of the, the tier seven commendations it adds in one that you have to hit a certain commendation score to yeah. get to another tier. So the current yeah. one is 750 commendation score to get from, to get, go from tier seven to tier eight. You have to hit that. 
Um, I, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. Did you hear that to get to tier 11, you have to have a 5,000 accommodation score? That's that's That was my fear of, like, if this is going to be yeah. a thing, especially, yeah. like, that seems like a terrible way to try and... I And I incorporate that kind of... That kind of um, style of uh, system to like reward players for doing good things in the game. Cause yeah. like as soon as you do something like that, people are just going to find the way to abuse it. And, and, and they literally, I'm pretty sure I already saw something about people going in, going to last wish and like putting in a code and then just like going, that takes you to some encounter that immediately wipes you. And then you can just farm, but you can farm commendation scores or commendations via that. I yeah. feel like, I feel like that's asking like for those of LFG right now is, is combination farm. Yeah. Quests. Yeah. So. As soon as you put something like where you have to incorporate that into that, like people are just going to find the way to like cheese around it. And like that, like very much quick can quick, quickly invalidate like the system they're trying to impose where like the one, the one end of garden range, which you said, which like I do agree with is like, it seems like it is at least not just, just the new, the new like campaign little story experience. Now there is a thing next with alongside that to complement that, to have a better on ramp into higher tier content and destiny, which I think is, was very much needed. And I think, yeah, like you said, like at least gives you like some direction with, with that stuff. And I'd be curious to hear from people, like if this does actually help, or or not, and they'll definitely have to just kind of wait and see because, like you said, we we can't just like erase our memories of thousands yeah. of hours was, of playing this game. Like you know, it's just, I, it's just how, it's, how it's gonna work. I was playing um like a strike with like a rank four who's doing stuff. Yeah, I, like, okay, I, okay. I saw I saw I saw rank two earlier today in, in a battleground. I was like, oh yeah, look at that, that's neat. Um, but yeah, th- but then there's the other end of this where it is supposed to be this this grind like an extra step to a grind. To like show you you have accomplished a lot of stuff in the game, um, um, I think if it is locked behind these weird commendation scores, um, I think that, again it'll just immediately go to people just trying to farm this thing and do some cheesy exploit like they're doing now with this Riven thing to boost that, um, which kind of invalidates that because as soon as I see like a, if I see some person who's like a, a you know happen the tower today even like in the next few weeks i see some person that's already like tier 10 or something crazy like i know like that's like they spent like hours just farming that score and some L- some weird lg group that just like yeah. completely invalidates that to make that even like feel like a meaningful thing so i just i just think they can't have something like that in that work but I, I get it's like tr- it's tricky because like you said like there are there are, if you don't have something like that then there are going to be people who are like this is a useless system I'm not even going to bother with it like yeah like I th- I think I think an easy way to do it which again maybe this will still lead to some way of you know th- like there will there will in some way shape or form there will inevitably just be a way for people to fa- maybe farm these things I th- but I personally think you know what I thought immediately was happening. I think would be a cool way to do it is to like title a little bit more to rewards. And that like, if you, if you receive um, like a handful of commendations that will like maybe reward you like an extra Vanguard Ingram in like a strike playlist. Cause they are, they are like specific to um, activities and stuff. So there are like strike ones. And I think strike and battleground ones are the same for those playlists, but then like crucible and like gambit, I think have their own ones Then like trials and raids and, raids and, dungeons, and dungeons all yeah. have their own things. So I think like, cool. yeah, I do like that. Um, but I think like they should 
figure out a way to maybe tie something else than just like an arbitrary score or number you have to hit, which will then let you get to some higher tier of guardian rank when I, I yeah, it's just, that just does not sound like an interesting uh, yeah. thing to achieve there to is show like off a, my guardian rank or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it is like, I think Dado pointed this out in his video uh, of like, it is weird to be like, you know, we're both like, 2000 plus hours into this game we're both level six right like you yeah. know it's just yeah. like right now yep. it is not the deterministic factor of like oh this is a good read on how much this person has played yep. just because everyone is at the same spot this is just like all of it though and i i do agree and like there's like ping- pinnacle tied to getting 20 accommodations in a week or whatever from hall yeah. or something yeah. that's, that's um which people well. are upset about <laughs> Um, of course, uh, I, it's just a thing like th- these specific kinds of systems, you just got to throw out there into the wild. Yeah. Like you have to, it's like, just a, a thing yeah, people got to tear to pieces, uh, so you can, you know, play test and, and kind of get an idea of where it needs yeah. to go. See, yeah. See how people are using it. See why they yeah. want to use it. See if it's, if, if they, if they do find, if like, if it's a system that people are just going to immediately abuse, how do we, how do we work around that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. and I, and I, yes, and I agree with, uh, like you said, Dado's point of just like, I was also hoping this, this would be a system that would be able to show, yes, like people like us who have played a lot and played for multiple years. And there's definitely even be people who've played way longer than us and way more than us, um, in those, in those ranks of, I, I was kind of hoping there would be a little bit of that, like in there some way, like, you know, that's, that was, that would also be, uh, a, a a big bummer in terms of like, not just even that, like going legacy past beyond this, but even just the idea of like, if I did the work to get to guardian rank 11 during season of defiance, and then it does, and then it resets to guardian rank six next season and season of the deep. And like, it, there's like real, no indication that I did the work even just to get to rank 11 bad season. Like that's an immediate failure in my opinion. Like if there's just nothing, you know what I mean? Like all yeah. I, all I like, you sure I could put the title on, but like, you, you know, relatively easy to get titles and especially in seasons now nowadays so i I really hope there's like at least some kind of carryover even in the current systems to make it like worthwhile even if it's just like you know when you come into the next season like maybe the 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 six circle badge is like an actual like proper like emblem like i I think of like the overwatch original overwatch Overwatch system where you know once you once you cleared a certain pass you would have like a little star next to your thing and then as you got even higher tiers they would change to like silver and gold and whatever like even if it's just something like that like that's that's fine like show like at least show like somebody who was dedicated like put this time and effort in because that feels like that was like one of like one of the major like selling points of that system on top of like onboarding new players it was also a system to show like you know how how good of a player you are or how much how dedicated or how you know knowledgeable you can be about things so yeah totally and i, I it'll get there you know it's just a matter of yeah definitely a time. system a system they will have to uh work out uh also we should talk about a system that is objectively great uh and has like so minor few flaws in it and that's loadouts baby yeah loadouts yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah loadouts are so yeah, so nice. Slowdots are fantastic, um, especially they which work. They work. Know? They work pretty well. I, it took me a minute to head it up around. Granted, it might be different on PC, but I've 
having to do the D-pad shuffle to get like the little icons and the names and the <laughs> yeah. presets. But like that feels like a thing that's like may, will probably be a little temporary. I would not be surprised if like, you know, a few months from now we can just like have the custom names in or something. Excuse me, or something like that in there. Like I feel like that could be something very simple to do at some point. Um, but yeah, I, I like it a lot too. I've already saved a couple. I did see the the strat people have found where you can um, you can basically put in like filler weapons, like pull like some collection weapons and put them in the the wep- weapon slots. Like save it and delete them, and then that leaves those as like essentially blank spots spots in the loadout. So that makes mm-hmm. it so you could you could do have a scenario where you just want to keep the weapons you have on you in those three slots, but then you want to switch to like your subclass instead of armor and mods, you can like set that up that way in the system. Now it works now um, and vice versa. You could like set up a, a, th- a thing of weapons and then put in filler armor and then delete it out of once you, after you save the loadout and then you can just save and do like a quick swap that way to those yeah. weapons without swapping anything else. Um, so that's cool. Um, it seems it seems it seems like it, it works fairly well, and in like even though it's even not Im- immediately integrated into Dim, I'm sure you know, give it you know maybe like a month or a few weeks or so, and may- maybe even not because like even with the, the how it works now is you can still pull builds from Dim's with a link and set them up on your character and then just save it save that save it as a loadout save it yeah. as a loadout in game once you do that so it still like relatively works pretty smoothly. Yeah. So yeah, I I like it quite as bit as bit as well. I I definitely will definitely reach the point where I um will have like you know a saved probably loadout for each of the Subclass. the subclasses and stuff. I've not. That's what I have set. Yeah. Yeah, I've not gotten that far yet, just because we're still in the power grind. And once yeah. once we're done the power grind, I will probably do like a a whole kind of refit of a lot of armor and stuff in general, just because you know the whole new build crafting system. We should we should talk about that a little bit as well. Um. Mm-hmm. I would say I would say um, overall, uh, yeah, loadout system are good, and overall I do like the 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 new build crafting s- system, um, the insane. armor charge yeah. um, system, and the mods because they simply they essentially kind of simplified elemental wells and orbs of lights into like a single set of mods, um, and you can pretty st- like you know if you were running a if you were running a build elemental well build in the way to just like have a crazy amount of ability regen. And that was kind of essentially your build. I could tell you right now, like you can still just do you that. Still do that. It's, <laughs> and in some ways it's even better and more insane because yeah. of how armor charge works, where you essentially are picking up mods and then you can basically combo that with like, you, know, you can have stacks on stacks charged up and time dilation mods all together in one build. And those, and those now can also stack on each other. So you can have, multiple time dilation mods like I have in one of my one of my setups where um let's say my my strand titan basically I have it set up you know with the, with the fragments I'm you know with the fragments I'm getting the thing where I can uh once I get a melee kill I get a bunch of class ability energy back so I can get my barricade back but I also have the two grenade charges so if I want to have a bunch of ability up time for both of those things I can essentially have the time dilation mods um, armor charge mods and then there's a bunch of like passive mods that are like the decaying mod uh, d- decaying mod charges and there's literally one across your different you know your helmets your arms and legs for each varying kind of stat so you like you could have your your resilience your melee or your grenade 
Um, I usually just focus on the ones with the particular ability. So for like that, that in particular, I just have um, uh, the melee one and the, I think the grenade one. And then I just have stacks on stacks and all those time dilation mods. So that basically when I pick up a single, I could pick up two orbs and have four stacks of armor charge. Each of them are 18 seconds long, meaning I, I have over a minute basically, basically of armor charge as it decays of ability regeneration. And like, I think those, those decaying mods, even just one of them gives you, gives you like an extra 30 on top of your stats. So if you're already running, like, you know, most of my, that basically bumps all of my, you can easily have a build where you have like literally a full set of a hundred stats through that for, for minutes at a time, moment to moment of gameplay, which is pretty insane. Essentially infinitely, if you want it. Yeah, you know. as, long, as long as yeah, orbs are being created in the, in a frequent manner, which it seems like people are figuring that out. And now at this point, even a week later, and they're just, you know, yeah, I I feel like I, ha- I have just as much, if not more, ability uptime than I had before yeah, um, in the it, game. Like, it's kind of it, wild. It feels the direction they took it in just allows for min maxing in a way that you just never could with like one slot per piece before. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, I want all grenades, (laughs) you know, all grenades, grenades make orbs. You get tons of energy for orbs. You use your class ability for grenade energy. Like you could lean super hard into that. Or like you said, I want all, you know, sextuple hundreds. I want 600 stat buff constantly you can just do that uh, which i'm really excited to try out i like my strand build right now my grapple strand where i I was talking about like grapple in drop the rift like i have zero armor charge with that i just get ability energy from orbs you know no need for armor charge and that's kind of like my elemental well build essentially Mm -hmm. uh and it's just there's a level of flexibility to it that's cool and interesting trade-offs like there's definitely some crowded areas like legs are very crowded now right we, we yeah. move from helmets being crowded to legs being crowded because that's like damage buff that stacks on stacks that's um scavenger mods yeah. um but again it, it ha- it's like an interesting conversation of like okay maybe i won't get as much ammo but all my weapons are going to do 22 percent damage because i want a triple stack surge yeah. um and i don't know i think that those they, they clearly was some thought to where all those things went and and mm-hmm. it's led to some like interesting like okay well do i want uh surge on this mod at all or on this character at all um where you would be doing more damage with certain weapons or would i rather have like ability pickup or would i rather have more ammo Damn. uh and and a thing that has kind of come out of that that has been a huge boon is uh, kinetic surge for me where like finally guns that could never get buffed before can get buffed in a way that they never could uh, like Osteostriga like Outbreak Perfected like severing plus out or not severing um, unraveling uh, plus outbreak where you're making like tons of needles to yeah. attack dudes yeah. with harmonic surge is good yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's it's cool the min maxing that you can do across your armor now and the artifice stuff i have one set of armor now that's it yeah uh and i don't need anything else i put it all in my vault like i kind of held on to it just in case but like my artifice armor is like juiced and with the extra slots you can really just top things off in yeah. in such a satisfying way yep yeah that's 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 hopefully where i'm getting to i'm not i'm not 100 there on my all my characters yet but that's where i'm 
hoping to get to soon as well. I was just having this like set particular set of things. And then I can just, you know, have a load, have loadouts where it's just, you know, swap some mods that are like a little bit more beneficial on, on builds and stuff. And that's even like, you know, I look at things like, you know, um, I played a little bit on solar Titan getting ready to, um, do, uh, before strand Titan playing through the campaign and granted it was on regular, but just like, the like seeing seeing the the things that are potential the potential now of just being like wow i thought laurel titan was unkillable before <laughs> even with even with the nerf holy shit i am literally now unkillable because i can literally i didn't, I didn't even change anything that's the best part because they just updated like fragments mm-hmm. it's like one of them makes a fire sprite or whatever i don't even i honestly don't even know which one i even go look because i just knew it started <laughs> making fire sprites and the fire sprite just gives me restoration like i didn't have to change a thing I just yeah. put a bunch of mods in to like, you know, help with like, you know, if I lose my, if I, if I'm getting kills with my, you know, throwing hammer, it's, it's creating orbs and I pick up an orb and I get a bunch of other stuff back and like, you know, I get, you know, if I'm, if I you know lose my hammer, I can use, uh, pick up orbs to like get it back faster or something like that. And I juiced up a bunch of my stats because it luckily it seems like I do like the change of like. You know, having resistance helps a lot, but the the you do not need a perfect one hundred is what I can tell you because I I've currently been yeah. running like ninety ish, and that gives you twenty seven percent resilience, which pretty much is like the same thing. Like that that three percent difference like does not make that much of a, dif- a difference there, um, especially with things like on strand we have like woven mail or like again with on Laurel Titan where I can throw a hammer and murders a dude gives me an orb i get a bunch of crazy ability regen or other juiced up factors with stats and stuff or or i or it makes a fire sprite and i grab that fire sprite and i just i just immediately have restoration <laughs> and i could just i just become so unkillable so easily now yeah, with so many that's things awesome and it's it's pretty wild um i i yeah I, I like the the stuff a lot and it seems like there's still like so many more little things i'm sure people as the weeks go on we will find more crazy stuff because i definitely did not really delve into the like you know more the more instant um armor charge things they have where you're definitely just like you know you you have a certain tier of armor charge and you're holding on to it and then when you like do like a finisher that like you know depending on how many you have you get like some a certain amount back or do some other um act and you get like yeah. a bunch of stuff i know there's like some of those mods i have not really uh, i was doing with like those. um uh, grenade kickstart which is one of those uh, with healing mm. grenades I, I played around a little bit with that and it's definitely there's some cool stuff you can do with it uh, there's definitely gaps right like it is the only way to really get armor charge right now is like finisher or picking up orbs um, mm-hmm. right like they have the seasonal mod where getting a fire sprite will give you two armor charge which is great yeah um, I would love that for like void breaches and yeah. I, I, was def- crystals. I was definitely going to mention that where like it definitely feels like those elemental things they picked up feel like almost not even worthwhile to build into right now right now because yeah. they don't really because like because it is so easy to make orbs and generate orbs and like you know i feel like i did that void breach stuff and it was like cool because like oh i picked one up and i think and i just got like devour and volatile rounds like out the gate but i can also just do that with an orb <laughs> which yeah, there exactly. could be way more of there isn't like a cooldown on a vo- like on orbs as much as there is on like void making a void breach so like mm-hmm. i feel like they just you know I feel like those definitely, if they want those to be more beneficial, I think they need to figure out ways to include them in more things. But yeah, and um, the like stuff like charged don't. up, 
where it's like get rapid kills with fusion rifles and you get charged with light like that's there's nothing like that right now yeah. i definitely think you can fill some gaps but again like that's the nice thing about these modular systems they can drop a new mod or three new mods every season and and fundamentally change everything yeah uh so it's definitely like I think we're in a good spot. It's not like bad by any means, but I'm excited to see more sources for armor mod, yeah, armor charge. Different different ways to future. build, different ways to build into stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And I think it, like this brings like some interesting like viability to other like things where you know you can you can run other like, potentially you know the exotics you've been so used to running. Um, you know, like I said, like you know, I can run Lorely, and it's just. I just like natural bring away, but because I can make a fire sprite and just instantly get restoration from that anytime I want one from a fire sprite, um, like I don't really necessarily even have to run Lorelei, and I'd still be pretty safe. So I could try and run like other you know solar exotics if I wanted to. Um, You're potentially like <clears throat> making an orb with every fucking hammer toss. Also, yep. Yep. <laughs> so pretty much, know, pretty much. What do you really need anything else for? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, I'm surprised supers i feel like have not gotten as out of control as i was worried about they would i, yeah. I don't know yeah. what they adjusted in how much super energy you get per orb yeah that's, um, that seems like that's that was definitely the change where it seems like there's maybe like a i think there always was this but like this uh, i definitely have noticed it more as you know you're picking up a lot more orbs of like there's like a tier to the even the orbs themselves like in a way that like there were there's for like you know ammo drops and like scavenger ammo drops where you can see the difference between like those by looking at the brick. Like I want to say there's like bigger orbs and smaller orbs and like those will give you different amounts of energy. So maybe like, you know, if you're generating orbs from a certain source, maybe it is, you know, those different tiers or whatever. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. I'm excited to see though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's see. Let's oh, the raid, the raid that I think that's like a good place to end it. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. That thing, you know, things to look forward to in the weeks ahead as we get deeper into the season. Like you said, the next big thing is the raid will be days away yet from it dropping when you when you hear this podcast um, or watch mm-hmm. us on uh, our YouTube here. I got, um, I got a feeling that this one might be a banger, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it too. Like the, the little tease they gave us with the, the kind of aesthetic of it with is called root of nightmares or the root of nightmares and it looks like you know it looks like it is you're on some kind of pyramid ship style look like at least place pyramid least, structure pyramid structure but there's also these crazy like almost look like crystallized like plants or flora or something like it's definitely a weird looking vibe so i'm definitely curious like where this is if this is like something in neomuna or like are we like Go on, maybe, maybe we're not going necessarily into the. I don't think we're going into the traveler yet. I think that's final shape stuff because obviously yeah, you know that, for sure. Maybe at least we, we have a hole now. Maybe we go. Maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe this is where the other <laughs> other uh, you know uh, thing falls, and maybe we go into the veil on the moon that's or what something. I'm thinking. I think that's um, what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 that that's that's that could be something possibility. It definitely seems like it'll you know it'll probably be on Neomuna somewhere. So clearly. Yeah, it seems like a thing that we could go in to fight some stuff. So yeah, or something like that. Um, but the other thing, yeah, we we talked about a little bit in the story stuff and some of the things post campaign, as you learn, and if you've played through the campaign, you've done the strike, and I've heard a certain t- voice um, in the shadows, as it were, and that is Nezarek. It seems like he has a big part to play here pretty soon. Here, I am definitely assuming from the the hyping up of 
all this stuff um, here um, with, you know, post campaign of, you know, being able to hear, hear these unintelligible whispers. But then if you wear Nezarek gear from the game, like it's like either Nezarek sin warlock helmet or the glaive or even or or delicate tomb, delicate tomb or revision zero vision zero. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. And it seems like you you hear a lot of lines from Nezarek himself talking about, talks about all kinds of crazy stuff about like how scions used to worship him. If they still do, if he talks about how like the Vex used to be way more powerful than they are and they just seem like, like childish babies or something like that. That's exactly what he says. And, you know, he's talking about, you know, putting his claws into the city. So, you know, he definitely has there's something going on. There's something he wants with Neomuna. Talks about yeah. the he talks about the ve- he talks about the veil a little bit and it seems like you know, he says like the witch's scheme didn't didn't uh, hurt it or something like that he talks about that so that's interesting lore implications a lot of implications for sure. from that yeah um so yeah it seems like there could be some really interesting stuff from the from this raid story wise yeah. and probably 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 be more like lore wise from like you know probably reading lore tabs on the armor and other things and maybe you know whatever the exotic ends up being for it. I'm sure we'll have some cool oh, details yeah. so and stuff. So excited. Um, but yeah, yeah. Very exciting. We will probably, we're not going to be doing a day one attempt of any means in the contest, but attempts. I think we've already said that before. Um, yeah, I will be, I will be streaming our, I don't think you'll be there for it, but mm-hmm. our, my first run for it Sunday, 1 PM Eastern, uh, get ready. Everybody, you're going to lose an hour of sleep if you're in the U S um, <laughs> and uh with with our uh get ready <laughs> with our friend group so uh you'll be able to see some raw reactions i'll ha- probably have seen it all by then um, yeah yeah i'm probably gonna watch day one stuff for sure uh just because i want to be able to lead everybody through and and be good raid raid sherpa as i i try and be um but yeah it, it's gonna be exciting and and we'll obviously record at some point after that after we both played it and, and yeah. talk about it next week so yeah for sure but yeah, that's the. I think that's a, yeah. It's a good place to 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 wrap up here for the week. Def, definitely a lot more to talk about, but I think we can talk about it um, yeah, later. We got I, time. We got time, and especially like you said, post raid, I think would be a good time to like maybe do some more speculation on where the year is going to take us for Destiny Two post Lightfall year. Um, Although, like, hey, shout out to the. I think it's the Winter Bites mission. That's like references sloan potentially on titan yeah like, references <laughs> to like titan and stuff there could, could be like we we could be really going cool stuff doing some wild things so yeah I'm, I'm really excited to to speculate for sure yeah yeah and we'll probably we'll probably do that next week on the next episode of i'm the tower podcast thanks everybody uh for watching on youtube or listening to us on podcast so if we appreciate you um hopefully by the time this is up we'll see here i i, I can tell you real time uh, our yeah, stream, the... our stream, uh, day one archive is at forty two percent. And I started, yeah. the, I started that at like like eight nine o'clock this morning. So there you go. Nice. That's that's how that's what happens when you have like a nine hour over a nine hour uh, stream archive. I might end up having to if it, you don't see it by the time this podcast goes up. I'm more likely that I mean I'll have to chop it up into smaller chunks so it actually gets uploaded. Um, so that just might how might be how it how, might do might be how it do or whatever you want to say. I don't even know <laughs> what I'm saying anymore. Words, but yeah. Words. Thanks everybody uh, for hanging out. I uh, hope you're enjoying Lightfall. Um, it is a good time, and uh, looking forward to the raid. Um, we'll see everybody next week.
，拜拜，拜。